Hey, Stranger Talk. Welcome to another episode of Stranger Talk. Welcome to Hawkins Recap. Today is October 2nd. And, you know, I'll be doing these episodes every month. Every month. One, one episode every month. I did chapter one in, in August. I did chapter two in September. And chapter three is today. So there's a best bet that chapter four will come out in November. So, yeah. Okay, so t- this chapter is chapter three, the monster and the superhero. Jack Sullivan visits Sam Owens, who has, who has, been, who has been fired from, from his job following the events of 1985 in his home in Root, Nevada. Sullivan, Sullivan shows Owens images of Chrissy Cunningham's corpse and explaining the circumstances. Sullivan states his beliefs that Eleven, who Owens insists is dead, has gone rogue and is testing her powers to remotely assassinate people in Hawkins. Owens refuses to surrender information, so Sullivan leaves order, ordering her ordering his men to track down any of Owen's contacts in hopes of finding Eleven. Jonathan and Jonathan Byers and Argyle both clearly high, high drive Eleven, Mike Willer and Will Byers back from the roller rink. Right after after Eleven's injured, Eleven injured Angela, which she totally deserved. They return to find Murray Bauman making dinner for them, where Joyce Joyce Byers explains she needs to go on a business trip to Alaska. The next day, Argyle mentions the incident at the roller rink, and Eleven excuses herself to her room when Mike makes an offhand comment about Angela lying there, lying down on her back experiencing intense flashbacks of the mass murder at Hawkins National Laboratory in Upside Down. Vigna, in the Upside Down, Vigna reconnects himself to his tendrils and rises into the air. Lucas Sinclair wakes up in, in, Benny, in Benny's Burgers where he goes outside to find Jason Carver, Pat, Patrick, Patrick McKinney, and, and Andy preparing to hunt Eddie Munson. Jason grants him permission to leave if he, if he does not feel up to it, but Lucas insists he is fine. Steve Harrington, Dustin Henderson, Robin Buckley, and Max Mayfield visit Eddie, still hiding out in Rip in Rick Lipton's back boathouse, Reaver Rick, to, to inform him that the police are looking for him, but his name has not been released publicly. Dustin plans to kill Vecna to prove Eddie's innocence, which, oh my god, to prove Eddie's innocence, um, yeah, let me find it, uh, yeah, to prove Eddie's innocence, which Eddie points out sounds like an impossible task. They, they notice the police speed by Outside, the police have found Fred Benson's body and are interrogating Nancy Wheeler on when she last saw him. 
she brings up Wayne Munson Victor Wayne Munson's Victor Krill theory, which Calvin Powell ignores, which Kyle Powell. Um, oh my God, I hate when this does this. Um, ignores. Dustin's group arrives on the scene, and Nancy looks at them, realizing the upside down is involved in the murders. Mike sits with Eleven in her room, in- incredulous that she did not tell him the truth, as sh- as he has been bullied his whole life. But Eleven insists that she does not belong and people believe she is the monster. She points out that after seeing Mike's reaction to her sitting, hitting hitting Angela, and he thinks she is a monster as well. Nothing that he does not say, I love you, to her anymore. He, he insists that she cannot let the opinions of other people ruin her relationship, and that she is a superhero, but she sighs, not anymore. The police comes to obtain to to detain Eleven for hitting Angela, and Mike insists as she is taken away that he will find a way to help her. As her plane to Alaska prepares for takeover takeoff, Joyce expresses regret over lying to her children, but Bowman, knowing their tendency to get involved, claims she did the right thing. She claims she she is seeing a seeing an old friend. When a flight attendant asks and expresses mild disgust when the attendant assumes Bauman is her husband. In Kamchalka, Jim Hopper provokes Enzo, actually a guard named Dmitri, Dmitri Anatov, into, into a fight so they, so they can talk in private. Anatov informs Hopper that Joyce and Bauman are going to Alaska and that he is sending them to Yuri. Yuri is is Molov, a, a reputable smuggler. Anatov warns, warns Hopper to escape in time to be on the plane next day. Anatov punches Hopper in the face to keep up appearance, appearances. The Hawkins group update updates Nancy on what they know and that they try to find a, cor- a correlation between Fred and Chrissy's uh, actions. Before their deaths, Max remembers seeing Chrissy leave Miss Kelly's office and realizes she may have been confiding, confiding in her about her visions. And so the group decides to find out if Fred was also seeing her. Nancy splits off from the group to check something out, and Steve tries to go with her, but eventually has Robin go with Nancy when when he realizes he is the only other person who can literally who can legally drive. Inside inside Eddie's trailer, a figure forms on the ceiling where Chrissy hits it, where Chrissy hit it. Oh my gosh, where Chris? What? Yeah. Um. Where Chrissy hit it in upside down. Vigna de- descends in a metal, in a metal plane, where he can see and hear the innermost darkness of Hawkins. Where it's eventually selecting Patrick after hearing his father betraying. Ber- berating him. Um, Patrick in the car 
with the ba- with the ba- basketball team, experiences a brief headache and his nose starts to bleed, which he ignores. The team arrives at the house where the band Corroding Corroding Coffin is practicing. The band members question Lucas as to why he is with the team, but Lucas again pretends that they that they know who he is who he is through his sister. Jason violently interrogates one of the one of the members of the van until he says that Dustin may know where Eddie is, much to Lucas' discomfort. In California, Eleven is questioned by the police about the incident, but she does not explain why she hit Angela and again experiences flashbacks of the incident at the lab as the as the buyer brother as the buyer buyer's brothers and Mike talk to the police to figure out how to free her. She is taken away in a in a prison transport van while they while they watch. As Eleven continues to have flashbacks, the fan the van is intercepted in a remote area by Owens and several federal agents. Hopper approaches a bar- a barely inmate and trades him trades his mill in exchange for the inmate breaking his chain during the next work period. During work, Hopper waits for the guards to be distracted and gives the inmate the signal, biting down on his sleeve while the inmate hits his chain with the sledgehammer, breaking his foot in the process. That night, he barely discuss, discusses his damaged chain and sets his foot when alone, when alone in his cell. Max goes to Miss Kelly's house under the, under the guise of, you know, she actually asks asks Miss Kelly for something. She asks Miss Kelly all these things about Chrissy and all that stuff. So you know that part. Um, Miss Kelly tries to get to talk, to get Max to talk about Billy Hargrove's dead death, but she insists. But she instead tries to talk about talk to her, you know, about Chrissy and all that stuff that happened. Max asks to go to the bathroom, using it using it as an excuse to steal her keys to the school. As Jason, Patrick, and Andy investigate the outside of Dustin's house, Lucas slips in his bedroom through a window and calls him on his radio. Not knowing who he is, who who he, who he is with, Dustin reveals Eddie's location and Max tells him to meet meet them at the school. But Lucas is interrupted by the team before he can warn them. To avoid suspicion, he gives them Eddie's location but intentionally misleads them it they arm they arm themselves and go to the provoke to provide the only area for Lucas to slip away from the group when he had the choice had the chance and you know Nancy and Robin went to the Hawkins Hawkins library to investigate Victor Krill for the re, for research they researched the, the research takes them all day until, you know, Robin, Robin went to these, like, people that, like, work on, you know, people, they talk about people, um, like, fictional things, but, but, and then they found out that the Krill family were in that fictional segment. Okay. Owen takes Eleven to a diner and promises to take care of the rink incident then explains why he tracks her down. Hawkins is in danger because vagueness influence, and they need her to stop him. She reminds him that her powers are gone, but 
he tells her there is a way to bring them back. Papa. Um, but, um, but bring them back stronger than before if he comes with her. He warns her that of that a faction of the government believes she is a threat, but he believes she can save them all. He reassures her that this is her choice, but her friends and Hawkins are in danger and she may be the only one who can save them. She agrees to go with him and the agents are dispatched to the hog, to the buyer's house to inform them of her disappearance. Robin radios Dustin with with her findings who is who is busy breaking into the school with Max and Steve. Max finds that Miss Kelly was seeing both of both Fred and Chrissy and that they were both suffering from headaches, nosebleeds and nightmares just as she realizes these lineups were her with her recent behaviors. She hears Vakna calling to her. She heads out into the hallway to see a grandfather clock tick tock tick um, clock ambled in the wall, embedded in the wall. Vakna calls her again and in the upside down, his eyes open. That was awesome. Over and out, guys. See you. For another Hawkins, welcome to Hawkins um, recap, November 2nd. See ya.